Monday morning, March 13, 2023, State Representative Julie Rogers is joining us here in the studio with a legislative update for us. Good morning. Good morning, and I just have to give a shout out to my alma mater, Marquette (laughs) University. I'm very excited for March Madness. And uh, Marquette fans are very excited. That team's on a roll right now, Mm -hmm. so uh, we'll see how they do. March Madness starting this week. Well, on the legislative front, uh, a lot going on. Last week, uh, the uh, Elliott Larson Civil Rights Act amended, and that caused a a lot of excitement in Lansing. Yes, um, I was very proud to actually have my sister on the House floor with me. And um, House Bill SB4, sorry, House Bill 4003 and SB4 um, passed with wide bipartisan support. I was very delighted to see eight Republicans join us for that expansion of Civil Rights Act to include sexual orientation and gender identity. You know, we've been fighting for this one for a long time and have introduced legislation year after year. And it was great to finally see this get across the finish line in both chambers and the governor is expected to hopefully sign it this week. So that is wonderful, um, you know, showing to the world that hate has no home in Michigan and we are open for business for all sorts of people. Uh, there are, according to a news report this morning, 11 gun safety bills before state lawmakers this week. Uh, three of them, I believe, got out of the House uh, last week. Yes, we have been very busy, and my good friend, uh, chair of the Judiciary Committee, Representative Kelly Breen, has been working around the clock to get um, these bills movement. So she had two hearings, one two weeks ago and then another one last week on these bills. Um, There was some pretty emotional testimony, including from families of some of the MSU shooting victims and House Bill 4138, 4142, and 4143 are all regarding universal background checks. Um, Right now we have some limited um, background checks in Michigan, but only for pistols. And so this would widen the coverage for all guns in Michigan is my understanding. Um, These these three did pass on a party line vote um, and uh, we have other things to, to, to work on, too, as you mentioned in the 11 bill package, but um, we are thrilled that these three common sense reforms got across the finish line. Over 80 percent of folks uh, support these types of reforms. So it is very um, supported and widespread and long overdue. We do have the pleasure of having um, the former Congresswoman Gabby Giffords coming to Lansing um, this week, mm. and she will be holding a rally for further expansion of different things. And uh, you introduced a bill uh, covering uh, BB guns, pellet guns, and paintball guns. And uh, people may uh, say, what? But then when you think about it, these uh, things uh, may need to be looked at. Yeah, real quick on that one. Um, Devin Free was unfortunately a young boy, 12 years old, who was shot in the head um, by someone, by, by another youth. And he survived for a year and then unfortunately passed away last fall, I believe, in Galesburg. And so that um, bill was inspired by that story. And basically, my bill would just restore adult supervision that was stripped out in 2015 by the legislature. And so I think it's another common sense reform. We're not trying to take people's guns away. It's just let's use this in a common sense approach, having adult supervision for those under 18. State Representative Julie Rogers with us this morning on WKZO. What's the latest on the uh, the dry cleaning bill? 
Yes. Um, House Bill 4083 is a reintroduction of a bill I worked on for a long time with my staff last year, and we had some brownfield experts from Kalamazoo help craft it. Um, It's really, again, another um, very thoughtful, pragmatic approach. So PERC or perchloroethylene is the number one um, solvent used in dry cleaning. And um, I served on the Kalamazoo County Brownfield Redevelopment Authority Board for over 10 years. The number, uh, the the most frequent things we cleaned up in Kalamazoo County were gas station releases and perk, um, and that is, there are over two thousand one hundred seventy one known locations throughout Michigan of these types of brownfields. Um, it's also been documented by, by I think, um, the Department of Eagle that eighty five percent of dry cleaners in Michigan have had a release. So this substance is pretty toxic. It's a known neurotoxin. It's a likely carcinogenic, and um, it, there are there are good alternatives that are much safer. So my bill would first phase out the manufacturing of perk. It would then phase out the sale of perk and ultimately the use over a five year period. So that would give the businesses time to adjust. I don't want to just you know have this rule go into effect and then not have an alternative or not have a time period for them to phase in an alternative. Um, also, we have in the legislation to establish a buyback program. So if there are dry cleaners that still have drums of this stuff, I certainly don't want them to just be dumping it down the back alley. And so having um, an established buyback program would help make them financially whole. So I think it's a very reasonable measured approach. And again, over five years, hopefully people will be able to accomplish that and keep everyone safe. And I know you wanted to point out a very important deadline of uh, April 1st involving uh, Medicaid uh, paperwork. Yes. um, So the pandemic has paused a lot of regulations uh, for the last three years. And as the federal um, public emergency, public health emergency is going away, uh, it has come to my attention that April 1st, uh, everyone that's on Medicaid will need to start filling out their paperwork again. It's called redetermination um, process. And it's not to say that everyone will have their deadline right at April 1st. It's on a rolling basis depending on your anniversary date of when you first signed up. But I want to put this on people's radars because um, I don't think a, a lot of people realize it. And as we had Healthy Michigan and Medicaid expansion, um, there are people that have been added to the roles in the last three years that actually never had to fill out paperwork in the first place. So um, I'm really working to get some resources mobilized in Lansing, maybe try to establish some navigators at some of the doctor's offices and hospitals to try to help explain this to people. And the other thing to know is that if you go on to the healthcare health, uh, exchange, marketplace exchange, there are newly subsidized programs um, of affordable health care that you may be eligible for that you weren't before. So because of the Inflation Reduction Act, there's a lot of products out there for only $10 a month. So if you're on, if you're one of those families that may no longer be eligible for Medicaid, there's a lot of options out there. Uh, finally, you have a coffee hour coming up this week. Yes, on the very exciting March 17, you can come <laughs> start your St. Patrick's Day with me. We will all be wearing green, of course, so don't forget to wear your green. But it will be from 9 to 10 o'clock at Factory Coffee, which is the one located at 205 West Lovell Street. So I'm very excited to give more detail about all this exciting stuff that's been happening in Lansing. All right. Legislative update this morning. State Representative Julie Rogers of Kalamazoo, our guest on WKZO. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you.